This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and today, of course, we are going to talk about what happened at the Oscars this year. Okay, so like, if you don't know, um, how do you not know? Because like, I envy you li- living a life that's apparently far removed from information sources. But okay, in case you don't know, I am recording this uh, one day after the Oscars. So the Oscars happened on um, Monday morning in Singapore time. So that's 28th March, uh, very early in the morning. So now it's Tuesday. You will hear this obviously after Tuesday, but um, it's one day after the Oscars and it's all anybody can talk about because... Okay, let's just get into what happened, all right? Because Will Smith, Best Actor winner of Oscars 2022, um, he got upset at a joke that comedian Chris Rock made while presenting the best documentary feature, which, by the way, eventually went to Questlove. Uh, A lot of people are not noticing that fact because of what happened afterwards, Uh, but let's give Questlove some love. Okay. Anyway, so Chris Rock made a joke while presenting best documentary feature about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, who is Will Smith's wife. He made a joke about her bald head. Um, She has a condition called alopecia, which is like an autoimmune disease that causes hair loss. And that's why she shaved her hair off. And he basically made a very dated joke about her starring in G.I. Jane 2. And in case you don't know G.I. Jane, and I needed to research this because it's a very dated reference. Um, G.I. Jane is a 1997 movie starring Demi Moore and she has like a shaved like head in it. So like that's the joke. Like, cause she has a, cause Jada Pinkett Smith also has a shaved head, so it's like a bad dated joke, and kind of insensitive, right? Because she has a, she shaved her hair off because of a medical condition, and so like at first it was just like Jada Pinkett Smith rolled her eyes, and then Will Smith at first looked to be laughing, and then the camera cut away, and Will Smith like marched up to the stage, and slapped Chris Rock, like physically slapped him, and Chris Rock was like obviously caught by surprise and he was like what just happened and um there were some expletives because um will smith went back to his seat and basically screamed at rock and told him to keep my wife's name out of your expletive mouth and it basically was a really really shocking experience and there's a lot of discourse because this is like literally one of the most shocking things to happen at the oscars like somebody physically assaulting another person on air, on live TV, and like everybody was reacting to it at the same time, right? So this is what we're going to be talking about today. So I'll, you know, give a little bit of my own experience covering the Oscars in real time and seeing like how the reaction unfolded and give a little bit of context as to, um, you know, what happened uh, in, in the immediate aftermath of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and uh, what happened in his speech and also a little bit of context on like, the sort of like there's a little bit of a um a history between like Chris Rock and the Smith couple, like, okay? And um well, I also go into this there's some people on the internet that I've seen even in like the ST comment sections uh, under the story where people are like, oh, it was like just a scripted thing, whatever. It was all a publicity stunt. And um I would definitely dedicate a, a bit of my time to telling you why that is absolutely not the case i'm gonna be very blunt i think people who think this is scripted like just don't have just don't know anything like you you 
don't know what you're talking about and stop talking because you're just making yourself look stupid. I'm being very blunt because that is how much this cannot have been scripted. Like it absolutely cannot have been staged. And I'll go into why I think that is the reason, why I think um, it wasn't scripted. And then I'll go into a little bit of what I think like sort of happened in in like maybe the lead up to to this Oscars and like uh, the the history of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith as well as a couple and their public image and then I'll also talk a little bit about like how how it's been I think there's the the issue has split a lot of people on the internet and um I'll go into a little bit of reasons why and the nuances that are involved in this incident and sort of how this incident has like brought a lot of those uh, very complicated issues to light. And then I'll go into a little bit of my final thoughts. Okay, so that's the agenda for today. It's very packed. I hope I can uh, give you a good uh, you know, understanding of what happened. All right, so... As I said, the slap happened, and let me tell you, the ST team has three people covering the Oscars. So that's me, and I have another colleague on uh, the fashion, the red carpet, uh, and then I have another colleague who's covering the um, the the Oscars as long uh, as well, along with me. So I I was supposed to write a story about the top five moments of the Oscars. So it's I write this for like most awards shows. So it's things like um you know, something maybe very touching or maybe something ha- happened that was funny or like a good bit, like a good joke that happened or maybe like um uh, something unexpected, like Jennifer Lawrence falling down or something like that, you know, so like top five moments of the Oscars, like highlights from the show, right? And then um, my colleague John uh, is supposed to cover like the rapper, like he's supposed to give like a story on who won, you know, were, were there any upsets, the dark horses, you know, so on and so forth. And then I have a colleague who covers red carpet, like Jean. So she covers all the best and worst looks and so on, right? Very standard. So we are all like, we all like woke up early in the morning and because it starts at, the red carpet starts at 6.30 and the show starts at 8.00. So we all woke up early in the morning to like do this, right? This year, the show was on Me Watch. La, so we all just like doing this. And let me tell you, like, it was maybe about two and a half hours of very like, it's like very standard Oscar stuff. I have to say, like, I don't feel like this year's show was very well produced, but that's another point for another time. But um, so it was like very basic standard stuff. And then Chris Rock came on, made a joke about G.I. Jane and... um. Will Smith slapped him and all of us, literally like everybody at the same time in my chats, including my my editor who supervises the three of us, right? So, so there's actually four people on the team. So like I had three Google chats where everybody was just like, going like, what happened? Like all of us were just communicating in real time, like what is going on? Like we were just freaking out. And because I was on Twitter the entire time, because I follow... Um, I follow like film critics and everything and I also like follow red carpet stuff on Twitter and it's just easier to get information on Twitter. And I also have to update the ST Twitter uh, with uh, like, you know, who won uh, and so on and so forth. So I'm always on Twitter. And I tell you, Twitter exploded. Like everybody at the same time was just like, did we just watch that? And everyone was just like, is this real? Like everyone was like, this is, this doesn't seem like a bit, like this doesn't look staged. Like everybody went from like, oh, like you can hear, I mean, obviously, you know, we are all in our own homes, but you could hear the collective gasp. Like it was just like, oh, everybody doing this at the same time. We are all Lupita Nyong'o, okay, in that moment because 
if you know, if you watch the show, you know that Lupita Nyong'o was sitting behind Will Smith when he yelled uh, expletives at Chris Rock. And Lupita Nyong'o's face was just like, what is going on? All of us were her in that moment. So it was obviously like something that was a very shocking experience. And if you read like on Twitter, the um, the journalists who actually went to the event, like um, the New York Times always sends some uh, journalists down to the event. And like the people were saying like, Everybody is talking about this. Like everyone is in shock in the or like in the Dolby Theater where the Oscars take place. So clearly, it was just like a very shocking experience. And then after that happened, like very soon after that happened, right? It was time for the Best Actor Award to be presented. And you know, Will Smith has come into this Oscars night being the hot favorite. Like he has won. I think he won the SAG, uh, which is the Screen Actors Guild Award for King Richard. So he won for King Richard. Uh, by playing Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. So it's like a biopic film. Um, and where he won the Screen Actors Guild Award, and because the actors block, right, is the biggest voting block in the Academy. So generally, when you win the Screen Actors Guild Award, is a good preview of like who's going to win the Oscar. So like there was already a lot of chatter, like it's probably going to be Will Smith. So everyone was like, oh my God, if he wins, what is he going to say? And then he won. And he went up on stage and he had this tearful, like very tearful five-minute speech in which he talked a lot about like protecting his family the way Richard Williams did. And he was like, you know, I know in this business, you got to have people be, you got to be able to have like people talk crazy about you. You got to be able to like smile and pretend like it's okay. So it seemed like he was trying to justify what happened, you know, um, just moments prior to him winning. And he was saying, like, you know, love makes you do crazy things and like things like that. So he was, it was a very long, rambling speech in which you could feel that he was trying to apologize slash come up with a justification for his actions. Notably, however, he did not, in that moment, in that speech, he did not actually ap- apologize to Chris Rock. He apologized to the Academy and he apologized to um, his fellow nominees. Okay, so. In the immediate aftermath of that, you know, the Oscars tried to, like, just go on as normal. So it was, like, very bizarre watching the show. I mean, like, after Best Actor, there's not a lot of awards left. There's Best Actress and there's, like, Best Picture. So there's not a lot of stuff left afterwards. But um, I think there was also Best Director. I can't remember. But there's not a lot of stuff left afterwards. But still, the Oscars tried to go on as per normal. And you could tell, like, the vibe was totally off. Like, all the celebrities, everybody in the room, it was just, like, they tried. But you could tell the vibe was just it's gone already. Like, people were just, their minds were somewhere else. And, um, you know, after the ceremony ended, the Academy tweeted out, like, oh, we don't condone violence. And soon after, they also said they're opening an inquiry into what happened uh, with Will Smith and Chris Rock. And then, um, you know, today, uh, so this is really the latest news as I have it now. Today, um, Will Smith formally apologized to Chris Rock through his social media account, so through Instagram. Um, his full apology is, is actually very f- fairly like long, and I would say it's like a pretty good apology. But um, anyway, he just said, like, violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Uh, jokes at my expense are part of a job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition, because as I said, she has alopecia, right? And that's what caused her to shave her head. 
jokes about um, Jada's medical conditions was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. And he said, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. Um, there is no place for violence in a war of love and kindness. And then he continued to apologize to you know some other people. Uh. Okay, this is basically what has happened up to this point. So this is where the news portion of the podcast ends because I, this is all the news I have as of now, okay? Oh, and one more thing. The Los Angeles Police Department clarified that Chris Rock is not uh, filing a charge against Will Smith. Like, he has decided not to file a police report. So, you know, legally, you know, right now, there are no consequences for any of them. Okay, now, after this news portion, I would like to go into a little bit of um, providing a little bit more context, I think, uh, to the incident and addressing some, like, comments that I've seen online. So, firstly, like, as I mentioned, there are a lot of people who say, like, this looks like it was staged. It looks like a publicity stunt. Like, there's definitely people in comments saying these things. And, like, like I cannot. I, I almost don't want to acknowledge this point of view because it's so blatantly, like, inaccurate like so blatantly untrue like anybody who says this has zero understanding of how things work like zero understanding of how the oscars work how celebrities operate how like publicity works in general and it's just insane to me that anyone would think this way firstly why is it not staged the Oscars air on network television in America. So um, the Oscars air on ABC, which is very, very strict about curse words and expletives. So like they, I mean like on cable television, like HBO, then of course you will see like people curse and everything and that's very common. But on network television, that is not the case. It's like, I think about it as like media corp, you know, channel 8. It's like on Netflix, you can see like, you know, R21 stuff, you can see people swearing, but you will not see it on media corp, you get what I mean? And that's kind of how it's how it's like love for ABC as well. So they're very strict about this. And in fact, when Will Smith cursed, um, the US broadcast reportedly, like because we are not watching the US broadcast, so we actually caught it live. Um, the US broadcast was cut off for a little bit because of this. Like they they wanted to bleep out his expletives. So like there is no way, right? There is no way the Oscars producer the Oscars producers would would have okayed this in any circumstance. Like they are not allowed and supposed to do this and they are very strict about this and in a live show right having to cut away having to like cut off the broadcast for a little bit is like any disruption to the broadcast is like cardinal sin like you're not supposed to do it so like if everything goes well you will not do it so it's really last resort so you can tell like they obviously didn't want this to happen no matter how much they want the ratings to go up because you know the Oscars have suffered a ratings decline for a long time and apparently the latest news is that the Oscars this time the ratings did go up a little bit reportedly because people tuned in after the slap to see what would happen but um, anyway no matter how much they want the ratings to go up they will not resort to this there is no way okay that is the first thing the second thing is even if you're like oh what if they what if Will Smith and like Chris Rock staged it amongst themselves, you know, and didn't tell the Academy? I'm sorry, no. Okay, no way. Firstly, why would either of them want to anger the Academy? Like the Academy is made up of like very powerful people in the industry. There's a lot of people in in the Academy, and a lot of them are very powerful. And like you don't want them to hold a grudge against you, you know. That's number one. Number two is why would why 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 would they do it? Like, 
a publicity stunt has to benefit someone. This has benefited no one. Chris Rock has come out of it looking like a comedian who made a really bad, insensitive, dated joke. And then Will Smith has come out of it looking like someone who is not in control of his emotions and resorted to violence on a world stage. Nobody looks good coming out of this. So like, why would they do that? Also, as I mentioned, Will Smith was coming into this Oscars the hot favourite. And if you know anything about Will Smith and his career, is that for the longest time, he has been nominated before for the Oscars, he has not won it, and he has had a career that's very long, and like very, like I would say like fairly decorated, right? So he's like a big A-lister who has never won an Oscar. So he, he wants an Oscar, you can tell. He's been campaigning, if you follow this Oscar season, as I did, as I follow the award season, if you follow this award season at all, you can tell that he really wants it. He showed up to the events. He was, you know, mingling with the people, with the voters. He was, you know, like taking photos, being in the public eye and making himself look like an Oscar winner, convincing people that, yes, it is my time. It is time for the Oscars to reward my work. Finally, come on, it's been 30 years, you know, that you can tell that was the momentum that he had going in. So no way. No way he would risk his moment by resorting to a stunt like that. There is no way. Because now, you know what? Do you know what this has cost him? Like, if if he there is no way he did it willingly. Because, right, this incident, right, will be in his obituary. That is the level of severity right now. His highest professional moment will now forever be linked to his lowest professional moment the highest moment in his public life, getting an Oscar, will now always be mentioned hand in hand with the time he lost his temper and slapped somebody on live television. No celebrity in their right mind, especially someone like Will Smith who has worked so hard over the years to gain goodwill within the industry and with the public, no one would risk that willingly. He obviously lost his temper. It obviously was not staged. It was a genuine loss in his temper, right? So... Like, really, this will be in his obituary. When he eventually dies, as we all, you know, do, when he eventually dies, the New York Times obituary will definitely include a line that will be something along the lines of the night Will Smith won his Oscar. And you know what? This is likely to be his only Oscar because the Academy is very unlikely to forget the fact that he did something like this at a live show. So it's, it's I'm not saying never, but, it's likely that the Academy will not reward him after this. But in the New York Times obituary, it will say something along the lines of, the night Will Smith won his Oscar, he slapped Chris Rock on live television. That is his obituary now. So you cannot, he clearly regrets this, okay? During the speech, during that five-minute speech that he, he made, you can tell how upset he was at himself for basically ruining his own moment, basically ruining the moment that he has waited for his entire life. So that's why I think it's not scripted off stage. I'm sorry, it got very, I got very passionate about this because I was like, I read the the comments and I was just like, y'all don't understand anything. I was very upset. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Okay, so uh, going into some a little bit more about um, you know 
what I think actually happened. Um, so as I said, I think it was like him genuinely like losing his temper. But there is some, um, how do I say this? I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm very sympathetic towards Will Smith because I do think that it's wrong that he resorted to getting physical. You know, I don't think that's like a solution for anything, especially not when, you know, you have not been physically attacked. Like. But I am sympathetic towards him in the sense that, like, there's been a lot of stress on the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith marriage and a lot of speculation about it. Because for the longest time, right, they have been rumoured to be in an open relationship. So what is an open relationship? It's when two people are committed to staying together and being with each other, but have opened the relationship on marriage up such that both parties are free to seek other sexual or romantic partners. And like really for years and years and years, um, you know, Will and Jada have been rumoured to be in this sort of arrangement lah. But if this rumour is true, it's very clear that they have no intention of acknowledging or admitting to it, which is their choice, right? Like, if it is true, that's their choice. Lah. But they were sort of forced to address it, right, in 2020 because um, of this musician called August Elsina, who came out and said that he had a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith with the blessings of Will Smith, like with Will Smith giving permission. So obviously it stirred a controversy because Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, are still together and people were like, oh, does this mean that they really are in an open relationship? And, you know, the controversy was so big that Jada had to bring Will Smith onto her talk show. So she has a talk show called Rate Tabletop and they sat down and clarified the issue. And their story is that... um they were basically separated for a bit in their relationship. And that was when Jada developed a quote-unquote entanglement with August Alsina. Of course, it was a romantic relationship. And um, yeah, basically that's what happened. And they said that Will Smith didn't give his permission. It was just that they were separated. So they had the choice you know, and the freedom to seek other partners. But um, eventually, you know, they worked their way back together and, you know, she ended things with August Alsina or whatever. Lah. And after this Red Table talk, right, the online discourse towards uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, but in particular Will Smith, was very mean and, like, very unkind. So it was a lot of stuff that was like, oh, Will Smith is like... It's a lot of stuff along the lines of, like, Will Smith is not a real man. Like, he's scared of his wife, dominated by his wife. Like, the wife cheer on him and then she still he still has to take her back. Like, this kind of stuff. It was dominated by things like that. And I'm very online, so I saw all of it play out on Twitter. And I have to say, I felt very bad for them because, like, you know, a marriage is between two people... And if they have an open relationship, they have an open relationship, whatever, is none of our business. If, you know, she cheated on him and he forgave her, whatever, is also none of our business, you know? Like, so I felt very bad. Like, and I could really see, like, how um, how unhealthy the discourse was towards them, but in particular, Will Smith. Also, you know, uh, Chris Rock had a history of making fun of Jada at the Oscars. So, like, in 2016, when Chris Rock hosted the Oscars, that was the year that... Um, that the Oscars so white hashtag trended because I think that was the year the entire nominee slate, the entire acting nominee slate was white. 
So like, you know, obviously people got upset. Like, there were people who felt like, you know, th- there's been so many great performances that's been overlooked and only white actors are rewarded and recognized. Why is that, right? And it led to some reform like, within the Academy. And in 2016, Jada actually said that she would boycott the Academy Awards. Like, she would not watch it because she feels like, you know, there's, there's a lack of racial diversity. Like. And she was not the only one who boycotted. A, a very acclaimed director, Spike Lee, also boycotted the ceremony. So she was not the only one. But Chris Rock came on and made like uh, some comments. Lah. So he, he said like Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me saying I'm boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. You know, so it was like he took a dig at her, right? I mean, she was obviously not at the ceremony, but he took a dig at her and it kind of uh, it kind of blew up a little bit. Like it was a comment that, you know, went around the internet. And apparently uh, he has been making jokes about Jada on his own stand-up tours as well. Uh, and that has angered, like, uh, Will Smith. La. And reportedly, the G.I. Jane comment that he made at this Oscars was off the cuff. Like, it was an ad-lib on his part. It was not scripted by the Oscar writers. Because, like, the Oscar have writers that write jokes for, like, the celebrities and stuff. But it's the news coming out is that Chris Rock made this G.I. Jane comment on his own, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm very, very, you know... Uh, I'm not saying that I condone Will Smith's actions, but I there is a lot of I think there's a lot of like mental stress and unhappiness, you know, that has been festering for a little bit. And I think him being at the Oscars and looking at Chris Rock up there making another joke about his wife again, I think he snapped and then he lost it for a little bit, and he went up and like slapped him lot. And okay, like I don't actually know what happened because I wasn't there, right? But from all accounts, it doesn't seem like it was a very hard slap. Because there were some comments from like Jad Apatow, who is this director who directed things like comedies like Knocked Up and Trainwreck and stuff like that. And he, he said in a tweet that he has since deleted, um, like Will Smith could have killed Chris Rock. You know, he 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 was like, he was very extreme. And a lot of people are like, uh, sir, no, I don't think he could have. Because it didn't seem like he was going in to hurt him seriously. I think he was really just like, like, you know, like, you know, like a warning, right? I don't think he was actually trying to like maim Chris Rock in any, in any capacity. But um, yeah, so considering everything, I, I do have some sympathy for Will Smith, even though I don't condone his actions. Yep. All right. So now let's go into... I think um, the nuances of everything that happened that night. I've been reading like a few, you know, online articles and think pieces, you know, like in the wake of something like that, there's always like a whole slew of think pieces coming out. And I read some think pieces, uh, particularly those um, from, you know, black writers and black women who I think maybe have a little bit more uh, to say about this situation, considering that it, it involved, you know, at the core of it, it was a fight over a black woman. And um, yeah, so I've been reading a little bit, you know, all over the place. And I just want to like talk a little bit about like the the nuances, right, of, of this issue and how this, this slap has basically just brought up a lot of things that people maybe don't usually talk about. So like for one, I think the, the bad joke, right? Come on, let's just, we have to acknowledge it. It's, it's a bad joke. Like the G.I. Jane joke is very dated. Come on, like, it's a 997 movie. Like. And then what, what's the joke here that she got bought hit? And oh, G.I. Jane also got bought hit. Yay. Huh? Lame, la, you know? Like, very funny, man. Like, yeah. 
it's just like a very dated and not very good joke. And also like, it is, you know, making fun of somebody's appearance, making fun of somebody's medical condition. And it just seems like, it just doesn't seem very tasteful, right? So, you know, a lot of people I've, I've spoken to said like, it just doesn't seem like a very tasteful or good joke. And like, maybe we should just stop with jokes that make fun of people's appearance. Maybe we should stop with jokes that punch down, right? At somebody's illness. So yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, there's that level of Chris Rock made a really distasteful joke. And, you know, it's so common and so often that comedians make jokes and get away with it. Like make, like, of course, there's the, the school of thought that comedians should be able to joke about anything and everything they want. But yeah, you can joke about anything and everything. You can say about anything and everything you want, but that doesn't show you from consequences. That doesn't show you from people saying that it was a bad joke and that it was a distasteful joke. And in this case, Chris Rock did face consequences, although I don't agree with the way he faced it. Um, so yeah, there is there is definitely that the fact that Chris Rock made a bad joke and that has split the internet. Like in some parts, some people are in his corner, some people are not. And then there's also the whole issue of like a man protecting his woman, which is something that I've seen also in comments. Like, um, you know, I, I've even seen in like ST comments like, oh, he just did what every man would do for his woman in this situation. Like, you know, if somebody said that about my woman, I would do worse. You know, like I've seen comments like this and it really scares me because like, I think I have some some ability to say this coming into it, coming into this issue as a woman, which is like, no, no, I don't need this. Like if this, ha- if this was my husband, I would just be like, no, like, do not get physical with someone else on my behalf. I did not ask for this. Like, did anybody ask, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith whether she felt like she needed Will Smith to jump out of his seat and slap someone on her behalf? Like, why do we just assume that women need this sort of protection from men? And why do we always assume that protection comes in the form of getting physical, getting violent? Like, why does that have to be the default, you know? It's a very toxic masculinity thing. I really do feel that. And like, honestly, I I cannot, I like if my husband did this, and this is just me, like, okay, maybe not everybody thinks this way, but if my husband did this, I would have a very serious discussion with him where I'm like, hey, I don't, I don't agree with this. And I'm, I'm seriously worried about you because like the whole point of being an adult is finding like ways for conflict resolution that doesn't involve getting physical. As an adult, you have to learn to find ways to control your emotions and deal with differences with people in a way that does not escalate the situation, right? I used to cover court um, very briefly. So I used to cover the state court. So I would go to the state courts to write like stories of trials and like sentencings and things like that. And the amount of people who who have been put away for life ruining numbers of years because they lost their temper and got violent is like, unthinkable okay like the moment you lose your temper and you get physical there is a chance of somebody getting hurt and if that somebody gets seriously hurt or in the worst case scenario dies you are responsible for that that will forever weigh on you and that you there will be legal ramifications and you know morally you also feel very upset right so it's like don't do it like escalating the situation is is like escalating the situation especially in a physical way is like, the worst thing to do, like, most of the time, like, just don't do it. Unless somebody is, like, physically hitting you, then I can sort of see the justification in fighting back, right? Like, oh, I don't want to be hurt, so I have to hurt you back. But, like, 
if somebody is not getting physical with you or not intimidating you in a physical manner, there, there really is no need to escalate that situation. So that, that's how I feel. And like I generally feel like it's a, it's a very toxic idea. But I have also seen people say like, you know, um, I have seen black women writers say that, you know, black women have historically not had like protection, right? From the system, from society at large. And seeing somebody protect a black woman even though the way he did it was wrong, it, it, it touched some people, I think. But still, you know, I, I cannot condone it. But that's just me. And also, I think what has been highlighted through this uh, incident is the hypocrisy of the academy itself. So, like, you know, we actually ran a story about it. My colleague John wrote it. And um, I thought it made some sense, you know, like, it made quite a lot of sense because... Like, the Academy said, like, oh, they put out a statement, you know, where they're like, oh, we the Academy does not condone violence. And it's like, really? Because Roman Polanski still has an Oscar. And in case you don't know, Roman Polanski is a director who won, who won an Oscar after he was uh, arrested, charged, and pleaded guilty to unlawful sex with a minor. So he apparently drugged and uh, raped a 13-year-old girl. Um, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's a very dark period in Oscar's history. He made things like Rosemary's Baby. You know, if you want, you can go and research a little bit more on it. Yeah, like a lot of people, a lot of very bad people have Oscars. Like Harvey Weinstein has an Oscar, right? Um, Woody Allen, who has been accused of sexual assault by his own uh, family members, has an Oscar. So it's like, okay, and you know Harvey Weinstein... Harvey Weinstein's assault on, on women and his like general creepiness and his intimidation and everything, that was well known in the industry um, before Me Too. So the fact that, you know, Oscars continued to reward him over decades, right? Even though everybody knew that he's not a decent human being, is a sign that the Academy does on some level condone violence. It condones violence that cannot be seen, right? It condones violence that takes place off screen and they can... I guess, say like, oh, we don't know. Uh, we don't know whether it's real or not, you know. But the moment it's on screen, then they, they they lash out and they fight back. But the Oscars is part of a system in Hollywood that protects the elite, that has historically um, made excuses and rewarded uh, people who have inflicted harm on other people, like Harvey Weinstein. And in fact, I think uh, years ago, there was... um. Uh, I think there was a Native American woman who attended the Oscars in place of Marlon Brando. Apparently, she was like intimidated at the at the awards show by uh by some other A list actor, and like nothing happened to him or so what you know. So it's just like the Academy has a very long history of rewarding people who have been violent towards other people, and it's only when it's on screen and everybody sees it that they react, right? So it's hypocritical, uh, and it's very hard to. As much as I do think the Oscars should not condone violence, I also do think that it's like it's very hard to be to be completely, you know, to to look at their statement and be like, yeah, yeah, they they did a good job dealing with this. I really don't think like the Oscars historically has been has been an organization that has dealt with this these things well, you know. All right, so that's about it. Um, I'll go into like my final final thoughts. I know I've talked way too long about this, but um, yeah. So my final thoughts is that. I think this is very sad because it's like very clear that it's just like a man, Will Smith has waited his whole life for this moment and he went and like ruined it. And it's just so 
it's just so upsetting to watch, right? Like his speech was very uncomfortable to watch. The entire like moment revolving around the slap was very uncomfortable to watch. And it's just like, uh, I just feel bad. Like, cause yeah, I mean, somebody made a really distasteful joke about your wife, but did you have to go and like hit him? And then the fact that you hit him and you ruin your own moment that you've worked decades for, you've worked decades for this recognition and you've, marred it you know on your own and it just feels incredibly sad and i also feel really sad because the oscars itself completely overshadowed by this incident i mean there were some very very lovely moments like uh troy kotzer uh who's a uh, who's a deaf actor winning best supporting actor for coda and it was so nice to watch everybody do the sign language applause for him. So like you, instead of clapping because deaf people can't hear, instead of clapping, you uh, put your hands in the air and you like wiggle your 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 fingers, you know, and like wiggle your hands so you they can see that you are applauding, uh, applauding them. And it was so nice to look at that moment. It was so nice to watch Yoon Yoo Jong, the South Korean lady who won Best Supporting Actress last Oscars, presenting that award to Troy Kotzer and she like held his Oscar for him and looked at him so that he could sign his speech. And it was so nice because she signed his name before announcing his name. And it was like so many nice moments. Jane Campion, who for the longest time has been leading the charge in, you know, female directors in Hollywood, finally earning her Best Director Oscar. And it getting completely overshadowed by things like this. Questlove, poor Questlove, like the musician Questlove. He, he made his documentary uh, Summer of Soul and it won the Best Documentary Feature. But because... That award was presented literally minutes after the slap. Like, no one was listening to his speech. Like, everybody was just in shock. And it completely took away his moment. The Venus and Serena Williams, the, the, the two Williams sisters, you know, this was a moment where they had, like, put the story of their father, their family on screen, took it all the way to the Oscars, and then... Yeah, the guy who plays their father won the Oscar, but it was completely overshadowed by the slap. So it's like, it's very upsetting, you know, like you, you saw like so many, there are very a lot of moments that I think um, if you love movies, there are some moments in the Oscars, I'm not saying all of it, there are some moments in the Oscars that are very uplifting and all of it was just completely overshadowed by this incident. Also, like, if I can add my final, final, final thoughts, this Oscars was very, very badly produced. They took out eight awards from the from the show, from the ceremony, and presented them before the main ceremony began and then cut it as clips into the show, which made it feel really, really disjointed and was also very disrespectful to the people who won in those eight categories, including Riz Ahmed for Best Documentary Short, including, um, I think, for Best Makeup and Hairstyling and things like that. It's like, why cut that stuff away? Best sound. Why cut that stuff away? All that is what make mo- what makes movies great. And the thing is, they cut away those segments and the Oscars were still longer than last year. So it's like, what's the point of cutting away those segments? Like, it's just like a very badly produced show. It felt like it was made by people who don't understand movies, who don't love movies. And it was also just completely marred by this incident that nobody could have like foreseen coming. And it's just very sad. Okay, well, that's your dose of pop culture for this week. Gosh, I mean, like, we're really recording this on a very tight timeline because, like, I actually, I had, 
my whole week planned out, you know. I thought like I recorded my Kanye West episode last week and then I thought I would put it out um this Friday, but unfortunately Will Smith happened, so the Will Smith app is the one coming out this Friday and we had to rush out the Kanye West app. And I hope you appreciate the effort. If you have any ideas, please do write to us at podcast at sph.com.sg or you can write into me personally at Janly at sph.com.sg or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram at Janly Writes. Alright, so that's it for this week and thank you for listening. Bye-bye! That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.